Hello to the people, we are back to do maintenance. Yeah, yeah, we gonna rock like crack when it came in. It's me, it's me, it's podcast P. And we got you stuck off the realness. Yeah, yeah, we be the infamous. You heard of us. Real. Stoke on Trent. Why, when we're literally both in Manchester? Because I passed Stoke on Trent to get here. What does that mean? Because I saw it. What what does that mean? I saw it, I said, that's it. That's the sign. That's what the spirit led me today, man. The spirit's not confused this week. Get out of my house. Um, <laughs> that was, of course, Vince Staples with the song Fire off the EP, How Can Wait. One of my favourite Vince Staples songs, man. That first bar school couldn't get me into heaven, but heaven couldn't get me in a bitch bed. Mm. Bread mm. and that I stole on a house of it. Mm. Just, just told you straight away what you were in for and who you were in for. And to introduce this episode, the newest episode of the Two Stubborn Andrians podcast, you could have been anywhere on the, you could have been anywhere in the world right now, mm. but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, as always, please do like, share, subscribe. Please sign up to our paid membership. And to those of you, you know, on YouTube, some even on Spotify. Hello, we got video yeah. here. As you can see, we're live in the flesh, in living color. Um, in uh, my humble abode, you know what I'm mm. saying, my crib. Mm. Why don't you come on over to my place. Do you know what I'm saying? No, follow me home. You know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, we up here, Manchester, the beautiful city. Um, who coming home? Who coming home? <laughs> who coming home? <laughs> who coming home? We're Come on, man. Come on, man. Let them know. Yeah, we're here um, in Manchester. I'll explain why we're both here. Man, I mean, obviously I live here, but mm. we'll explain why um, we're both here in Manchester in a quick second but i did say we i said both i said we're that means there's a at least one other person mm. here with me and that would be my good co-host he goes by many names um i call him mr late <laughs> not mr late night just mr late um, mr never on time mr never on time uh mr don't set your clap to it don't play around it um the guy that gave you the look the verse and even the hook that's why every pod sounds like kex featuring kex oh man i it's good to be back in Manchester, man. Manchester has an aura about it, man. It has an aura. It's like um, it's like London, but it's not London. Mm. It's nice to be here. It's nice to be here. It's good to be back on another episode of the Two Stubborn Nigerians. This is track what fifty six. Something like that. Something in that ballpark. Man, starting this count. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, um, how you feeling this week? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Been busy, been tired, but um, you know ready to pod I'm, I'm in a great mood mm. um i got something big later on today mm. um this is sunday the 13th of february 2022 and um, by the time you're listening to this happy valentine's day to all of you out there i hope mm. you had a great valentine's day whether you're loving on your boot thing <laughs> or yourself you oh, know man. what i'm saying self-love 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 is the best love mm. Mm. <laughs> come on now but yeah happy happy valentine's day mm. Let me let me emphasize that day. Mm, mm. Some of you are saying Valentine's week, <laughs> and and it does. Someone said Valentine's weekend. I even understand because of this year Valentine's Day is on a Monday. Ah. I get it. Go and spend ah. the weekend, the Saturday, the Sunday. <laughs> also, let's let's bear a thought to all the um, Monday morning hotel cleaners. Praying for y'all because it's gonna be it's gonna be nasty up in there. Pearls and semen, bro. <laughs> Just, just jump, just jump. That's a that's a mixtape title. <laughs> that's a mixtape title. That's a that's the that's the title of this episode. Right I'm there. back on. Yeah. That's the title of this episode back there. We cannot call this episode <laughs> "Pedals and Seam." Why not? Because my mom listens to this shit. Oh. I love to call it "Seam Man." 
See? Because mm. I'm seeing my man. Mm. And I'm also a Yo, let's go. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, Valentine's week. Valentine's Day, not mm. week. Mm-hmm. It's one day. Yep. That's how you niggas will start trying to say Valentine's month or mm. Valentine's year. Mm. No, it's a day. It's even a pagan holiday. We shouldn't be celebrating. At all. At all. It doesn't make any sense. Show me where it says Valentine's Day in the Bible. Show me where it says that in the Holy Quran. Mm. In the Torah. Mm. That. You guys swear in the Amazing Spider Man Volume 18. <laughs> Why does it say that? Far from Valentine's Day. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, but why are we both here in Manchester, man? Like I said, I'm excited. Um, I'm hyped. I've got a big day today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've alluded to it many a time mm. on this podcast, mm-hmm. on my other podcast, The Conversation, mm-hmm. on my Twitter page. Mm-hmm on my other Twitter page, mm-hmm. on my private Twitter page, mm-hmm. and on the Two Stubborn Nigerians Twitter page. Yep. Mm-hmm. And today's, we're, we're finally here. I've let everyone and their grandmother know. Yep, yeah. I'm proposing to Snow Allegra later today. <laughs> the worst kept secret. The worst kept secret ever. Uh, I'm excited, man. Mm-hmm. Excited. We're, we're going to see Snow Allegra live. Yep. In the flesh. Wow. She's going to be there. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna get on one knee. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, let me introduce you to a world you ain't you ain't lived before. You know, a life you've never seen. <laughs> yeah, tell us successful snow leg bro. Yeah. <laughs> let me introduce you to a world. Let you me let me introduce you to a life you ain't lived before. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I know you're you know the peak of your powers, mm. highest success, mm-hmm. you got award nomination, mm. you know, you you named among some of the best of your generation. Yep. But I'm on the come up, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Now on the come up to what? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. You won't know until you reach the top. But that's the beauty of the journey I'm mm. willing to take you on, B. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No one else can, can can pitch it to her like that. I hear it. That's what I'm saying. And I so that's, that's, that's the angle that I'm going for. Mm. And if all else fails, I'll throw a tantrum. <laughs> or say I'm a Make-A-Wish child. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you've been angling for. Do you it's see like, what I'm saying? Like steak on your head, bro. For real, for real. <laughs> I have to keep up all the all the looks. <laughs> keep up the aesthetic. I say consistency. That, well, that's consistency the key. <laughs> Yo, quick side note. Go on. Have you seen that trailer for that new J Lo movie? J Lo has a movie. She has a new movie coming out where um, <laughs> the concept, the trailer just looks so funny to me. It was one of those trailers that I saw once. I said, like, I'm never watching this mm-hmm. in my life. Um, where she's supposed to be, well, she's a pop star, mm-hmm. deranged, um, <laughs> and she's performing, she's supposed to be getting married on stage after a concert, mm-hmm. the guy doesn't show up, so she says, okay, cool, I'm going to marry this one random fan in the audience, and that's the whole premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. Look at people living out, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what, that's what I'm saying, the blueprint is right there, that's we're watching it. Right there. That's we're watching it. That's true. Speaking of someone else who's living my life, ASAP mm-hmm. Rocky. I don't get why niggas can't stick to the code. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You see, if people... I tweeted it at the time when the initial rumours came out mm-hmm. at the end of last year. Mm. Me, yeah. as myself, mm-hmm. I felt like I should have been in that position. Right. Now, I've done nothing in my life mm-hmm. to this day mm-hmm. that would ever allow me to be in those circles mm-hmm. to be in that position that's not your fault it's not mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that's white privilege mm. you know what I'm saying however 
with that being said, I'm not a fan of, of that opportunity being stricken from me mm-hmm. without my consent. Mm. That's my issue. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And when we consider the Rakim, I can't even call him ASAP right now. I have to mm-hmm. call him by his government. Yeah. Because it's serious. When mm-hmm. we consider the fact that Rakim is someone who I supported along the way. For years. For years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You were there when there was a period where my right. Twitter handle was ASAP Paul. Right there. Right, right there. there. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? With the dollar sign is the S. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It didn't make sense to me mm. because ASAP <laughs> is spelled with an S and not a dollar sign. But, mm. you know what I'm saying? I held it down. Mm-hmm. And so for him to betray me like that, mm. I haven't watched Game of Thrones. You know that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the betrayal that the ASAP has shown, not just to myself, but the yeah. whole of niggerdom, mm-hmm. is um, akin to something that you would see on the HBO hit mm. TV series. Mm. To that, you would say what? Um, I would say you're 100% correct. You're 100% correct. You haven't said a single word of a lie. Um, man. Man. Um, it's taken, it, it took a lot out of me. Bro. It took a lot out of me. And you know what the worst part was? Mm-hmm. Every time I tried to get over it, Rihanna is somewhere with her belly out. Let's 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 even unpack that because mm. Rihanna hasn't been seen in months. Fam, she was in hiding. In hiding, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. whoopty do big reveal. We're seeing you every. It's like she's rubbing it day. in our faces. And everywhere you bring ASAP Rocky. Well, what's the need? Is there a purpose for this? Now, on top of that, and I said this mm. to our mutual friend Ito. Shout out Ito, Digito Consulting. Mm. That's, that's such a dope name. Yeah, man. Cold. Shout out Ito. I said this to her. Mm-hmm. Someone is going to give me my album. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's the baby, that's fine. <laughs> Not the baby. But yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> if it's the baby, then mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm. But someone is giving me my album. Cool. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't have to be Riri. It doesn't have to be Riri. It doesn't even have to be Rakim. It if it's the Rakim. child, that's mm-hmm. fine. But... Blue Ivy is Grammy nominated, so yeah, she is. That's a fact. That's that's the that's, that's the, the that's the bar. That's mm. the level that I'm looking at right there. Mm. Listen, man, I gave up on Rihanna music what two years ago. Mm. Everyone today, when she was like, oh, the music is definitely coming. I'm not dropping a lullaby. I said, excuse me, it's definitely not coming. It, it, it might come in the form of a Fenty release. That's what I'm saying. We'll never get out. Oh my god, I can't. I'm done. I'm that's done how, waiting. You can't how, make me wait for five years. That's how she'll drop it as an NFT. <laughs> yeah, does that count? If you drop an album with an NFT, does I've, it count? Bro, I've been saying this since NFTs were sprung on us by the CIA. Like, mm-hmm. At some point, artists are just going to start dropping their albums as NFTs and we're all going to be fucked. But that's the. So, because I know Wu Tang dropped. Like, okay, for instance, now, years ago, I can't remember who the guy's name is, but he's known for being like this big, big, like, prick. Martin Spelling. Yeah, him. When he brought the Wu-Tang album. Yeah. yeah. And there was a one-of-one. One. Yeah. Does that count in the Wu-Tang's discography now? It's an album that exists. Mm. It's an album that exists. So, that it's no been heard. One person's heard. Yeah, it's been heard. Mm. I think they've sold it now. I think because obviously he's in prison. Um, so, I think it's been sold now. I think it might have even been sold as some crypt, crypto-com, crypto-controversy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, mm. But... 
there's a world where it happens. Like when this NFT shit first started blowing up again because the CIA put. I <laughs> niggas don't think. I know. I see Reed Thompson at work. <laughs> right, it's so like it's so obvious at this point. But yeah, when it first came up, like the weekend was teasing like mm. music as an NFT, and I'm like, this is going to when niggas actually stop pretending that they know what NFT is and actually do the reading and research as to what it... Because you know right now, everyone's mm. just pretending that they know what an NFT yeah. is. They don't know. At all. At all. The so people who are involved in it don't know. Have so. no idea. So once they actually figure out what an NFT is and how they can freak it and how they can mm. pimp that butterfly, they're going to find... Artists are going to find ways and labels are going to find ways to put out music mm. as an NFT. If it's a one of one, if it's a hundred copies and... You, you have the exclusive share code to listen to this on Spotify or Apple Music or you get it like a month early. They will find ways to do it because mm. people will pay for it because at the end of the day, the only thing, like, it's status. Mm. Someone, niggas will be so gassed to walk around and say, yo, I have this one on one of one of the weekend, bro. Yeah. The song will be yeah. fucking terrible. <laughs> but man, I have that one of one the weekend, bro. Yeah, man, he on there. Like, you, you ain't heard this. I got it. Yo, so if you have that one on one now, yeah. Do you play that for other people? That's what I'm saying. Where's the joy? Mm. Where's the joy? And that's the issue. One, one time, if I can hear a song and I know a song. Let's say, for instance, he released that song now, mm-hmm. and it's cold, mm-hmm. cold song of the year. Mm-hmm. Does that not rob me of my enjoyment? Bro, of the one, song? one of the biggest enjoyments of my life, genuinely, mm-hmm. was putting you onto the trilogy tapes mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? One because it allowed me to share my inner depression with someone else. Mm-hmm. And make sure that they were feeling these. They yeah. un- when I said, "Yo, I'm not. I'm going through it right now." They understood why. Oh, really this thing is, is in pain. Of my life. That's what I'm saying. This thing is in pain. But I can also bring someone down with me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then we can also appreciate the beauty of it years later. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that is. I'm for me at least. I'm not a gatekeeper like that. Yeah. Like I'm very much a case of I'm a. I told you about Luka Doncic when I first found out about that nigga mm-hmm. coming. In, like, yo, there's this guy in Real Madrid who's gonna come into the NBA and be great. Mm-hmm. And you were able to go watch highlights, watch videos when it was coming up. See, you see it. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not a gatekeeper like that. So for me, if I ever, I mean, I would never be in a position where I had a one on one that. I am broke. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay broke. I'm gonna be broke till the day I go on home. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because mm. I'm rich in the spirit. <laughs> God forbid. Like, I'm gonna be rich one day by force. <laughs> hey, Spotify. <laughs> we're going exclusive soon, so you can even jump on board. <laughs> or, or I'll take my business somewhere else. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> you would that Joe Rogan ass nigga. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I, to me, that doesn't appeal. But mm. I know for some people, that would be the be all and end all. Mm. Like, I can say that I have this one of one exclusivity. They wouldn't even care about the artist. It's like, yeah. some people just do that for the, for the flex, to be able to post it on the ground. Um, those people are weird. You're weird. All you people who decide to gatekeep weird things. Some of you guys keeping it a secret where you want to go and eat. What? What? Is it your rush? Like, <laughs> none of it <laughs> makes sense. This? <laughs> none of it makes sense. Because, nigga, I can... Eventually, I can find it out by... Google. I lie. You know I promise you I'll find it. Like, it, the world's only so big. It's only so big. <laughs> and I can even narrow it down because I know you didn't leave LA for real. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. Also, um, obviously today, 13th of February, 2022, is the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in LA. The LA Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, 
this may not apply to a lot of our people in the UK, mm-hmm. but definitely to our people in the US. And I know, you know, this. I feel this personally. Um, if your girl or your partner or significant other mm-hmm. is out in LA, just know she's fucking someone on the practice squad. Um, you just got to live with that. You're either going to accept it and take her back when she's back Wednesday morning, or, you know, you, you two are going to have to have a conversation. Mm. But if she's there and... If she's there and she works at fucking Target, mm-hmm. you know she's been flewed out by somebody. Man, 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 listen, don't ask questions. Ignorance That's what I'm saying. Ignorance That's what I'm saying. Miss. You know, like Mario Wines was preaching when he said, I do not want to know <laughs> if you are playing me, just keep it on the low. <laughs> Yo, do you know how in tune with your mental health you have That's to be? That's what I'm saying. If you tell me this, you'll fling me into pressure. I don't know what I will do. I don't know Yo. whether I'll cry, jump off a bridge, or burn this whole building down. My God. The fact that those are the options is crazy. <laughs> I haven't narrowed it down to one. It could be anything. It could be anything. I'm so unpredictable. That's what I'm saying. Don't push me. Yeah. Close to the edge. Mm. That's Oh man, but what have you been listening to this week? A lot, a mm-hmm. lot, man. I had a crazy well two weeks. We've been we've been away um, mm-hmm. two weeks. Like um, one of the tapes I listened to heavy, and I live tweeted it as I was doing it from the Two Star Nigerians Twitter account. That's at Two S Nigerians. It was easy breezy beautiful Dugger Girls by Young Thug. Mm-hmm. What a sensational body of work. Um, what a sensational project. The amalgamation of sounds and cultures and rhythms that Young Thug put into that project is sensational. The the array of voices that come on there, Millie Golighty, who I tweeted about and she liked our, our tweets, so shout out Millie Golighty on the intro, um, was absolutely sensational. Then you look at Gunna on Tomorrow to, on Till Infinity, was absolutely sensational. Um, Thug and the way he was just switching inflections and his voice all over that tape. Sounds like Daddy's birthday. Like, oh my, dropped out of school and bought myself a chain. Man. I used to chuck myself a million things. Man. Like, just just talking to us, you know what I'm saying? It was special. Thug and Future on um, oh, what's the song called? Relationships. Yeah, Thug and Future on relationships. I'm in relationship with all my bitches. Yes. Like special song, like even Snoop on Get High, like just mm. being the OG crip that he is. Shout out Snoop now for being um, the quote unquote owner of of Death Row now, coming full mm-hmm. circle. Um, but yeah, that that project was just I was just re listening to that and I was like, man, this might be his magnum opus. Like he really has a country album out here. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then on top of that, I went back and listened to Luke Goldmouth on my favorite projects from last year. It's so good, man. It gets better every time I listen to it, honestly. Mm. Um, the schemes, the, the the lyrics that he's talking about, the subject matter, um, the melodies, the beats, the production. It's it's a really, just overall, just a really good hip-hop project, mm. which is, like, a, a really good compliment I can pay to it. Like, in every facet of what we think hip-hop is, it's it ticks the box. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It has all of that. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, and it's a humming album. And then when you actually sit back and listen to what he's saying on those songs, like mm-hmm. he's actually really spilling the soul. Yeah. And it's 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 so great. Shout out Luke. Mm. Um, obviously, uh, uh, an unfathomable 
amount of snow allegro um, mm-hmm. in preparation for today and, and in preparation for our happily ever after um but a lot man a lot a lot of Holly, a lot of wayne mm-hmm. benny conway wes where oh my goodness i went back and listened to um who made the sunshine on one of my drives for work mm-hmm. this week man and like Obviously, I think at the time we when we spoke about the album, we spoke about Slick Rick and his and how great he sounded on Good Night. Like I don't yeah. think we actually appreciated how great West Side Gun storytelling was on that song. Mm-hmm. I I put it as my song of the day the other day, and I like I said it like if you ever question West Side Gun's rapping ability, go listen to the first two minutes of that because he's literally telling you like how he got robbed for his bricks and how he set out to get it back, mm-hmm. and he does it. He took you through his whole day in the space of a minute and 45 seconds before then Slick Rick comes on and talks. So a lot, a lot of music, which is, it has been, um, it's been fun, Mm. fun. What about yourself? Mm. Um, I've been listening to a lot. I've been stuck in the 90s. I have been absolutely trapped in the 90s this week, man. Um, My, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, Monday, it started, well, it wasn't even Monday, but I saw a tweet um, from Camp Lo that Wale retweeted um, saying it was 25th anniversary of Uptown Saturday Night. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, yeah, I've seen this album cover for years. You've never listened to it? I've never listened to the album, but I've, I've known this album cover. So I'm like, okay, you know what, yeah, let me actually sit down and listen to this album. And I've had it on repeat pretty much non-stop since I turned it on the first time. Now, this album, it trapped me. This is... And it was the first time I really appreciated why I loved the ninety so much. Mm-hmm. The production was elite. Um, because it wasn't complicated. Like I feel like today, like last week for instance, when we were talking about Touch the Sky and how the horns come in and everything, it's like it's a massive ensemble and I love that production. But I also love this nineties production where it's just a very, very simple loop and they just go crazy on it for what, two, three minutes and you jump to the next song and there's another crazy loop. And they do the same thing over and over again. It's cold, man. Um, Camelot up to outside in my fourth, fourth man. But I do is in America, but I do turns twenty five this year as well. I think this past wow. week actually. It's only turned it. Yeah, I think just this past week. Oof, that's not one for me. Super duper fly. Messi turns twenty five this year. Wow. Um, we turn forever turns twenty five this wow. year. Wow. Um, a lot of albums, man. A lot um, of albums. That's the because that's this week especially, man. My appreciation for the nineties just. What song was it? I was Life After to. Death, of course. What happened? What Life happened? After Death, of course. Oh, wow. 25? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Everything. So everything that was in 1997, of course, because we're talking 25, yeah. yeah. In My Lifetime, Volume 1. Don't give away my wow. age. <laughs> Mariah's Butterfly. Mm. This is going to be an interesting year in terms of birthdays. In terms of birthdays. In terms of anniversary, should I say? Let's not say birthdays. But, um, yeah, I've been listening to this. Far Side Running is a song that I've just had a repeat for some I don't know why that song came to my mind this week, but it's something that since I played it the first time, I haven't been able to turn it off. Um, <laughs> today on the train, and I don't know why it happened. I couldn't tell you why it happened whilst I was on the train. I was just reminiscing. I was like, have you know what anime intro slapped? The Naruto Bluebird anime intro. <laughs> Let me see if it's on like Apple Music. It was on Apple Music. I listened to it about five times because that, that shit goes hard. I don't know what they're saying, but yo, the passion, I feel like I'm running in the anime intro. Anime <laughs> intro's got too cold. Fam, too, too <laughs> oh, cold. this Demon Slayer one? Yeah. 
Yo, yo, get da 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 da. Yep, yep. This nigga spin. The OG, the OG attack on Titan one is Ooh. special. That's just a, that's just a slapper. Are you crazy? That's just, that's just a hit. Like that. <laughs> no, they know what they're doing. They know they're what they're doing. doing. Can they get me hype? Even <laughs> this one where they just came in, they didn't tell no rumbling, yo, rumbling. It's yo. coming, it's coming. They even subtitled it on the thing, <laughs> so we knew. Crazy. That's what they're saying. I guys didn't let you. Any any type of any type is this of confusion. Gonna happen? Is this gonna no, it's no. coming. <laughs> it's coming. Let me show you how it's gonna come. Let me tell you how it's gonna come, man. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's been um, it's been a good two weeks. Another song that's been on um in my rotation this week randomly. Mr. Telephone, man. Something's wrong with my line. <laughs> call my baby's number. I get a click every time. Now listen, Paul. Is that not the most unabashedly confident thing yeah, I've you've real. ever heard? No, for real. Cause let me give you the equivalent of that today. Mm-hmm. Let's not even let's take the fact that there's a girl involved in this. Mm-hmm. Paul, I call you. Mm-hmm. I say, Paul, yo, I'm in Manchester. Can mm-hmm. you come and help pick me up? Mm-hmm. But it's a click, as in you hung up. Mm-hmm. My next action, mm-hmm. I call the O2. I call O2 now. Yeah. Hey, something's wrong with your you nigga service. What are you guys on? <laughs> Why is the line hanging up? <laughs> That's a crazy That's assumption a crazy to jump to. Yes. Because really. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If we keep it back, mm. you're in the wrong Bam. from the jump. Because how are you cold calling someone? Man, no warning. No warning. Of mm. course I've hung up. I think you're a fed. Yeah. They're wiretapping me. <laughs> it was that one. <laughs> the wiretapping, you're not serious. I mean, that one verse in which it are. Um, some strange man picked up the telephone. It's a, uh, Yo, are <laughs> you ignoring all of these red flags? Like, <laughs> grow up. Clearly, you shouldn't be calling this person. <laughs> she does not want you calling her number. I at promise all, you. That's all. This is stalking. Isn't it? <laughs> and now you're bothering a working nine to five man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's been an interesting week in terms of music listening, man. Mm-hmm. It's been a good week. It's been a good week. Yeah, man, it's been a good period. It's been mm. a good period. It's only came out I really liked actually. YG Scared Money featuring Money Back Yo and J. Cole. I heard it. I really like that song, man. Mm-hmm. I really like that song. I feel like a lot of singles have released recently because I saw um, Snoop Dogg and Nas release a single as well. Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot of singles. I think just um, the singles that have released again a lot of traction. Mm. So Scared Money got a lot of traction because Cole literally on there. I'm so hot, so set Sports Center go post my pics, one layup, and they treat me like I'm Luka Doncic. And mm. obviously Sports Center were like reposting that line every day. Yeah. Oh my God, J. Cole shouted us out. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're making his point. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not lying at all. Like, yeah, you, at all. You nigga, he posted, he did made one put back layup. And y'all posted that every single yeah. day. <laughs> Me also gassed. Meanwhile, Devin Booker has been battling his ass yeah. off for five years, and I've not seen one highlight at all. Um, but yeah, that got a lot of traction. John Woo flick, Conway, mm. Benny West got a huge amount of traction, as it rightfully should. Because mm. um, it's a, it's 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 just a, a phenomenal, phenomenal exhibition. Like Conway came on that bitch and said. Um, my shooter come off the bench he like Kyle Corver yeah. and less than a minute later Benny comes in and says um, I got so many shooters that it would shame the Pistons mm. Mm. and I went put it to the audience you know some of you may or may not be basketball fans mm. both of us just happen to be basketball fans mm. he's more East Conference yeah. connoisseur mm. than I am so he can mm. attest to this 
the Pistons don't have any shooters. Yeah, they really don't. They don't have any outside <laughs> perimeter scores. and vibes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're hoping that Cade Cunningham can be that person mm. one day. But as of right now, when Benny wrote that bar, mm-hmm. they don't have any shooters. Mm. So what Benny is saying is that he has so many shooters on his roster that the Pistons should be ashamed of themselves. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Mm. <laughs> Yo, I can't wait for all these all these albums that people are living up for. I can't wait for. Yeah, man. Benny pushed back to the top four to March. Mm. Um, Conway, oh, did he? Yeah, pushed back to March 11th, I think, or something around that time. Mm. Um, Conway is even next week or the week after. Okay. Um, Push dropped. Push dropped a single Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Really, and again, that's what I'm talking about. Traction just took over their wave. Shout out to 88 Keys on the production. That's a funny one because obviously it said Pusha T featuring Kanye West mm-hmm. and it's produced by 88 Keys mm-hmm. and Kanye doesn't say anything on the song at all. So I have no idea why it's featuring Kanye West. It's a music video. But that's not, the <laughs> single then shouldn't be featuring Kanye West. I was just like, why Why has he inserted himself here? I get the video, that's fine. Like, do, do, do with that what you will. <laughs> But for the song mm-hmm. to say featuring Kanye West <laughs> and him to not have produced it, and he definitely didn't write that shit. So yeah. it's like you need your credits when you're fighting um, <laughs> divorce. Yeah, you need all, all your royalties. Um, but yeah, Diet Coke, which is a fantastic song, mm. fantastic song. Pusha T, his his mind works in mysterious ways. Like someone tweeted it, like how he took Fat Joe shouting out and showing all love to Jadakiss and flipped it into a coke bar mm-hmm. it's just special you know what I'm saying and <laughs> and and I love the internet's reaction to all of that like mm-hmm. that's all we're here for mm-hmm. that's all we want from Push yep. and he knows that yep. you know what I'm saying you see what I did there he knows that um, I'm excited for when Push drops man I'm extremely excited I'm looking forward to it it was a good song and I hope he continues in that vein there's no more justice in the world because the fact that you're about to get away with that he knows that bar <laughs> anyway he's right. done it before <laughs> oh another thing I tweeted in the past few weeks and as you can tell we have no subject matter we literally just mm. turned on the mics and said we're going to talk and luckily enough for us we've been able to go for 30 minutes yeah, so far it's crazy. <laughs> we're so good at this we're now. doing this <laughs> I have no idea how we haven't had any black spaces I tweeted it and you may not like this mm-hmm. but I don't care um I told you the other week, I was like, one of the, the, the thing about being a big Sean fan mm-hmm. is that you're eventually going to grow up and realise that he has some of the worst bars in hip-hop history, and you just have to accept it, that in the midst of what he does really good, he gets off some of the shittest bars I've yeah. ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's worth And he thinks it's, it's... This nigga said, my name is Sean because I shine, that's self-explanatory. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just remember hearing that and I was like, I was literally in this kitchen cooking on that counter right there. And it literally said, my name is Sean because I shine a self-explanatory. I'm like, first of all, no, it's not. Self-explanatory. <laughs> Break that down. <laughs> so he's saying that his name is Sean uh-huh. because he shines, but he's pronounced shine similar to how he pronounced Sean. So my name is Sean because I'm Sean, because I'm Sean. No, Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so his mum his mum looked at him and said, You're shining, your name's Sean. His name is Sean because his mum is in love with Sean Connery. He told us that in 2010. That's what he told us. Do you know what I'm saying? 
Oh he told us that. <laughs> this is what I mean. In the midst of the bad, in the midst of the good, you have to take the bad with that yeah. nigga, man. He has to, it's how he says something good, but like <laughs> he gives us a bad one and then he gives us a great one. That's what I'm saying. It's like a two for one ratio. Like he'll give you two good ones and it will give you one clanker where you're just like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right, shooting what 60 percent. That's not bad. Nah, I mean, <laughs> Steph Curry. I saw Steph Curry air air airball the three yeah. two days ago, yeah. and uh, no one's leave, no one left him open after that. It'd be like that, man. <laughs> Oh my god. Sean is a goat. He's a clown. Um, you had a question right before we came on pod. I did have a question. Oof. Wow. Look at God. Because I could have easily forgotten what that question was. Because mm-hmm. I, I did nothing to remember what that question was. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a question, man. Um, has any artist ever truly retired? Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. Don't do that. The, he, thing, the is dropping an album. It's coming soon. Okay. <laughs> um, the the thing about retiring is it, it depends on what you're retiring to, mm. and in what sense. Mm. Like one, hip hop is too young to really consider someone as retired, mm-hmm. or people have the cachet to retire. But you do. Like Rakim doesn't really release music now. Kane doesn't really release music now. Um, they can if they want to and mm. I think more in the sense of retiring from hip hop it's more from retiring from especially if you're a major artist on a major label you're more so retiring from like the major label structure and timetable and into your own sort of vices do you know what I'm saying so like where like Cole for example where Cole's talking about he's going to retire mm-hmm. I think Cole is going to retire Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm, I'm never going to get a Cole album again. I don't think I'll never get a Cole verse again. Mm-hmm. I just think that it will be more sporadic. Though the verses will probably be features that he's doing as favours for people. And it's not like where like now we feel Cole's presence in rap every year. Whether mm-hmm. he drops an album or not, you feel it. I think we'll go to a point where we don't have that. Um, and I feel like that will happen... A lot more with a lot of artists. Like for example, LL doesn't make music anymore. Okay, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't know if LL would de facto say, "Yeah, man, I'm retired," or if you're just saying, "Yo, Hawaii Five O pays me a lot of fucking mm-hmm. money. I don't need to <laughs> do rap." Mm-hmm. Ludacris doesn't really make music at a high clip anymore, especially not to mm-hmm. the extent that he did twenty years ago. He'll come in every now and again. And he'll give you a feature. Yeah. He may come in every now and again and give you a project, mm-hmm. but. Fast and Furious pays him way too well for him to be worried about mm. 808s and production and who can I get on the feature. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it will. I think it will take many different ways. Like, like if you look outside of hip hop, for example, Tony Bennett, um, like world famous singer, he's dropping albums with Lady Gaga up until the age of eighty one. Mm-hmm. Legacy acts, do you know what I'm saying? They're not necessarily retired. They're not, but they're not. He's not in the studio crafting new lyrics every day yeah. or craft a new bars like I don't expect but then, so the artists that do say that they're retired they retire from what they were doing before 
mm-hmm. their schedule. Like look at look at Michael Jordan for instance. Mm-hmm. He retired after the nineteen ninety eight season after he won his sixth championship with the with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Now some people will say he came back and played in the NBA and mm-hmm. he absolutely did. If mm-hmm. you've ever watched highlights of him on the Wizards, he was yeah. very much still retired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you see it what I'm saying? It does it I mean it counts. No, it, doesn't it, count. it depends it on what side of the fence you fall on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And so it depends on what you mean as retired. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he retired from greatness. Mm-hmm. He kept on playing basketball. It's like Logic, for instance, when Logic said that he was retiring after, I can't remember what the album was, No Pressure or whatever that last no album pressure, was. Yeah, no Pressure, Look at that. What's the top guy? <laughs> no idea. Um, of when he said he was retiring after No Pressure. Now, one, he never said he was retiring. He said he was just moving to Twitch and he was going to use that as his primary outlet for music. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he was still always going to make music. He just mm-hmm. wasn't going to make it in the structure that he had previously because if you remember logic had literally dropped an album every single year for seven years he did say he was retiring he did but Mm -hmm. he wasn't retiring like i'm never making music again Mm -hmm. it was i'm switching the way i make my music Mm -hmm. because at the same time he retired he signed his million dollar deal with his multi-million dollar deal with twitch Mm -hmm. which included releasing music through them right do you see what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. it wasn't it was just i'm going to switch from my major label deal where I've literally been dropping an album every year for eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it here where I can drop whenever I want, however I want, for whatever I want. I'm retiring from that level to a different level. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's not like you can't, I don't think you can put music retirements in the way that we look at sports retirements because mm-hmm. sports retirements are enforced on you mm-hmm. by either the sport that you play or just your body. Mm-hmm. See, that's the, because I was, Logic is the person who even inspired the question, because I just saw him um, <clears throat> teasing new music, yep. and then it immediately made me think of the time that Nicki Minaj said that she's retiring from mm-hmm. music, and then immediately I thought back to, well, I started thinking, okay, who actually has retired from music? Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, someone like Ice Cube retired, but no, because he was on Compton a few years ago, rapping, mm-hmm. um, therefore maybe Slick Rick, after you said Slick Rick earlier, um, but he, again, was rapping last year. Not last yeah. year. Damn, last year's a splone drive. But, but that's that's what I mean. Like, you, as long as you can continue to draw breath mm-hmm. and continue to vocalize yourself, you you never retire. You never can physic like you. You're never physically retired from mm-hmm. making music or making rap because you still have the ability to do it. And if if Westside Gun gets in touch with Slick Rick and Slick Rick says, "Yo, man, I love the work that you do." Yeah, I want to hop on a feature with you. He's not making an album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's not stressing himself about, I've got deadlines, I've got budgets, I've got this, I've got that. He's just hearing a beat, getting inspired, and writing the verse, and that gets put out. It, it, it's, it's not like, it's not the same. Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, Tom Brady, who's just retired now, if he wants to play another game of NFL football again, mm-hmm. he has to risk getting tackled. Yeah. His body will tell him he can't play. Mm-hmm. His body will tell him, yeah, you can't physically throw a football anymore mm-hmm. these rappers like I said as long as they can continue to draw breath and continue to vocalise themselves you can continually be a part of the music industry so your retirement isn't a de facto yo you're never ever going to hear from me again I am done mm-hmm. it's more what the schedule of which I was doing it previously mm-hmm. I'm not doing it at that manner or level anymore so it's, then- it's even like Back in 03, when Hove said that he was retiring with the Black Album. Mm-hmm. 
obviously we know he didn't he continued to release several albums more Mm -hmm. but what he was retiring from is an album every single year as he says on the black album i gave you albums for the past eight years Mm -hmm. every single summer he never did he's never done that again that's fair do you know what i'm saying he retired from that schedule that's so it's 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 like that i think that's what I believe that with Cole, because like mm-hmm. I said, I've said this before on this podcast, every time you look at Cole and you see him speak about rap, he loves mm-hmm. this shit. He genuinely yeah, like loves sure. the craft of rapping. Mm-hmm. He's not. That's not going to go away just because he says, yo, I'm setting this hard deadline of I'm never rapping. No, he's going to continue to rap. There's, he's going to continue to hear beats and get inspired. He's mm-hmm. going to continue to see new rappers come in and be like, yeah, man, I want to I wanna show that I'm still better. He's going to see people come in and they're going to be huge fans of him. Mm. And he, they're going to be like, yo, one verse. And go, let me do you this solid, bro. He's going to continue to manage a label, continue mm. to have artists who are going to need that rub and that shine. Mm-hmm. And they'll feel like, okay, yeah, I'll throw you a verse so that your streams will go up. Mm. You're not going to stop hearing from him cold turkey in the way that we will never see, thank God we'll never see Paul Pierce shoot another three in an NBA game again. Do you know what I'm saying? But... I'm sure Paul Pierce still goes to LA Fitness every now and again and gets up threes. Mm. We just, it's just that we don't care about you in LA Fitness. We don't care about Joe Johnson in the big three league, but we yeah. care about when Joe Johnson gets back in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's like that. Fair. Like that. Fair. It's like, yeah, I, fair. I have no doubt that I have no, in fact, I know for a fact, cause he shows it every time. Mm-hmm. Will Smith continues to, in his head, make music. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I remember when he dropped that little, what was it, that one minute song? Bro, even when Drake and Meek were having their beef and Drake was like, I'm bringing out the biggest rapper in Philadelphia history and mm-hmm. he brought out Will Smith yeah. on stage. Mm-hmm. Will Smith dropped bars on stage. Do you know what I'm saying? He was cold. He was cold. He's one of the greatest artists of his generation. Fam. <laughs> I remember when we had um, that, that road trip, well, I say road trip, that journey from Milton Keynes to here, me, you and Tommy. Mm-hmm. And um, we're playing, what game was it? Where we had to play artists from different areas. Yeah. And I got Philadelphia. I was so happy, man. I was like, I'm going straight to World. You can't say I'm going to meet Mill. Absolutely not. Yeah, he did. <laughs> straight to Will Smith. Oh, man. But yeah. Hmm. It's a good question, but I just don't think, I don't think um, hip-hop lend, or music in general lends to the same rules of mm. retirement as other profession, so to speak. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. It's good, I guess. I guess. But then you get worried because when you start thinking about someone like Kendrick and you go by what you said now, when Kendrick says retirement, we might never see that nigga again because as it is, his schedule now is what, once every five years? And that's... that... To me, that's okay. Nah. You've given what you've given. I, 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 don't, I don't need more. If you have nothing more to give, then you have nothing more to give. I don't... Yeah, like mm. at the end of the day, seasons change, things rearrange. Like mm. at one point, there was there was a period in my life where I didn't go a single day without listening to Alicia Keys. Yeah, there is now a period in my life where I don't listen to Alicia Keys, but I don't go a single day without listening to Snow Allegra. Mm. Seasons table, seasons change, things rearrange. You find new ones. You yourself are just reluctant to find a new one because you are so soul tied to this one man. Trust me, if you allow yourself to accept, hey man, I may never get music from this guy again. That's cool. You'll even you'll love and appreciate what he's given you even more, and then you'll be able to find 
vestiges of what he has influenced in so many others. It's why it's why for me, like 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 you said on the last podcast, and like I say all the time, it's so easy for me to see the parallels between Cole and Cordet mm-hmm. because I'm so appreciative of what Cole has done mm-hmm. throughout his career that I can or I can literally see the influences in everyone else that he's already influenced. It's, mm-hmm. I can hear the Cole. I can hear where Cole was in the studio with Luke on Goldmouth. I can hear it. Mm-hmm. I can hear where Cole was in the studio with Cos. I can hear it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's even the same with Kendrick. Like it's like I remember a tweet when Keem's album came out and someone was like, "Yo, Keem just sounds like one of Kendrick's five personalities rapping right now." <laughs> and like you, you'll hear it because mm-hmm. you appreciate what Kendrick done, and you're not tied to like it has to be. Kendrick or it has to be Nicki like you can See. hear and appreciate their influence in everyone else and that's how the game goes at the end of the day for me See, yeah I think I think it's just different ways of looking at it I guess because like for instance now um, an example because I mentioned it earlier Naruto I love Naruto I watched Naruto from when it was on Cartoon Network in what 2002 or whatever 2004 maybe mm-hmm. um, to when I was in sixth form and they were telling me okay these are the last three episodes mm-hmm. and I watched it all the way up until the end and even though I get it given me how many X amount of years of enjoyment mm-hmm. I still didn't want to see it go until this day I'm upset that it's gone so you have attachment issues you have detachment issues would you call that a detachment issue yeah because you don't want to let something go yeah but why would you want to let something go it's not about would you it's accepting shit has to go it goes, yeah, but it doesn't mean that I'm happy that it's gone. No one said happy. Yeah, it it's doesn't just mean exactly. I'm, just, I'm just gonna like, uh, alright, on to the next one. Like, nah, I'm upset. You're not on to the next it? one because you, you, again, to go back to music, mm-hmm. you have all the access to Kendrick in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, if Kendrick, for example, I'm never getting another, I'm, I'm never getting, and if I do, I'm not gonna listen to another Michael Jackson album. Okay. Cause he's gone. Yeah, I'm not getting another one. Mm-hmm. But what I can appreciate is the decades worth of shit that he's given, mm-hmm. and I can always go back and find something new. And then on top of that, I can see all the artists who still to this day, twelve, thirteen. I can't remember how many years it's been since he passed away. Now, mm-hmm. seeing that, even bro, yeah, what day is it? Said thirteenth. So two days ago, the eleventh was ten years from Whitney Houston passing away. Mm-hmm. 10 years mm. but we're able to How's sit here today we're able to sit here today and look at all the people who weren't making music in the mainstream when mm-hmm. Whitney passed away we're gonna go see one of them later today mm-hmm. Snow Allegra who credits Whitney Houston as one of her biggest influences mm-hmm. and on the one hand I can always I'm still able to thank God for streaming I'm still able to always go back and hear that she wanted to dance with somebody mm-hmm. she wanted to feel the heat with somebody mm. I'm able to always go back and hear that I believe that children are the mm. future mm. Let them, teach them well and let them lead the way I'm able to go back and understand that she E-E-E will always love me E-E-E do you know what I'm saying I'm able to go back and appreciate that but at the same time I'm able to hear we don't have to talk about it and see Yo, I can see where Snow was so heavily influenced by Whitney and it gives a, a greater beauty. It's accepting of the fact that that is done. That chapter is done. Do you know what I'm saying? That chapter is done. We move on to the next one. Mm. On to the next one. On, on to the next one. Hold up. 
That's it's it's the it's the it's the how you say in your language circle of life. You know? <sighs> that's that's all it is. That's what it is the circle of life. Then you're always gonna get some time somewhere in there. Yeah, you have to. It's a music podcast, my nigga. That's what they that's what they pay for. Come on. Yeah, some honestly. of y'all. <laughs> some of you guys are getting that primo content. Primo oh my content. god. <laughs> Yo, a lot of you guys don't know what we think of the All Stars. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Alright, Paul. Now, the people who are watching on YouTube mm-hmm. um, or on Instagram, I don't know if I'm going to put this on Instagram, maybe. We'll see. Um, people are watching, they're watching, they're thinking, oh, this, is a, this is a cool little podcast they're doing. You know, they're, they're going through these topics. This is interesting stuff. What is that book? It's the, dark hold. it's the dark hold. Mm. It's the book of mm. sins. <laughs> Don't of look at it. <laughs> it's the book of the damned. <laughs> More eyes are not strong enough. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is hip hop and other things by mm-hmm. Shay Serrano. Um, as I spoke about many and one times. Also, um, a plug for Shay Serrano. Basketball and other things, which I mentioned, is being turned into a series. Wow. Um, I believe I can't remember where it's coming. I think it might be Netflix. But um, yeah, basketball and other things um, is gonna come as a series, which is dope. So congratulations to him. But this is hip hop and other things, and today we're gonna do who gets the call. So during the song "DOA" Death of Auto Tune, mm-hmm. which Jay Z put out in the summer of two thousand nine, is the first single for the Blueprint Three. Jay Z says the following line: "I might send this to the mixtape Wheezy." Mm. He was referencing the "Fuck It Bananas" run that Lil Wayne went on from late two thousand and five through 2008. Within that stretch, Wayne released four mixtapes, The Dedication, Dedication 2, The Drought 3, and Dedication 3. Three albums, The Carter 2, Like Father, Like Son, and The Carter 3, and an almost uncountable number of guest features. By the time The 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 Carter 3 arrived in June 2008, he'd not only become the most popular rapper on the planet, but also put together a strong enough stretch that he legitimately, he had legitimate claim to be the best rapper alive title. It was a wild run. Mm-hmm. Jay Z mentioning it in that manner, in the manner that he does, is his way of acknowledging Wayne's unquestionable greatness during that period. He's basically saying, Little Wayne was so tough during that period that I would like to send this song backward in time so that that version of Little Wayne could give me a guest verse. Mm-hmm. And in a manner of speaking, that's what these next few chapters are about. So, what Shai Serrano did with these chapters is he had a time period right okay. and he picked what rapper from that time period gets the call if you had if you were constructing a song right now and you mm-hmm. had to pick a rapper from a set time period to be on that song who's the rapper who gets the call and so he goes through a huge stretch of time periods so he goes right from the 70s up until the modern day um, so here we go with a time period and I'll, I'll see if I've got a rapper straight off the top of my dome Alright, cool. Um, let's go. Any time period? Any time period. Damn, alright, this one gonna test as well. <laughs> real, real, real year knowledge for real. Um, let's go. 2002. Just 2002. Just 2002. Because there's no point me doing month cutoffs when I don't know when what month things came out. Either Ludo or Nelly. What are they coming off of? I believe Ludo would have dropped word of mouth. 
Strep or Strep? And Nelly would have been country ground. I'm impressed that you have the years off your dome like this, so. Uh, Word uh, of Mouth was November 2001, November 27, 2001, which is why I, I think I have it in my head because I'm pretty sure it was nominated for Grammy in 2002. Right, okay. And then when did Country Grammar come out? I just checked. Country Grammar was 2000. Wow. Which is crazy, right? It doesn't feel like a 2000 album. <laughs> At all. At all. But Man, yeah. It's ahead of its time. <laughs> hey, friend, for real. We're going down, down, baby. <laughs> but yeah, I would still say, I would still say Luda because Word mm-hmm. of Mouth lived. Mm-hmm. Lived. Still lives to today. Fair, fair. All right, so let's go. Let's go something more modern. Um, let's say, let's say twenty seventeen. Just the year of twenty seventeen. I'm not gonna give you marks. I have no idea what marks albums came out. I'll be so real. Um, do I have to do rap? Nah. Scissor. Look at the control. Control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not angry with that. Uh, there's, I, I just, I, I. I it's on my wall for a reason. Yeah. And it Scissor hasn't dropped an album since. Nah, and she's still And it she's still mm-hmm. that's it like do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's still like you go back and listen to that album now that we're in our twenty somethings. Man. Man <laughs> When Scissor was saying good luck on them twenty somethings and I, I didn't I didn't I didn't know she was speaking directly <laughs> to me. I thought I thought Drew Barrymore was for me. Mm. I didn't know mm. the twenty something was mm. for, for like what? Yo, she was a pretty little bird, pretty little bird. Pretty 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 <laughs> You mean every word. You mean every oh, word. Oh my goodness gracious. Nah, it says it's crazy. I I let's move on to twenty nineteen. Two thousand and nineteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, Benny. Okay. Benny. Okay. All, all, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's multiple people that would potentially also get that call. Mm-hmm. Freddie Gibbs would potentially get that call with Bandana. Mm-hmm. Um, Push would also get that call. Daytona was still living. Um, he went on that feature run with Palmer Live off Freddie's album. Um, 18 Wheeler off The Plugs I Met. Um, I can't remember the title of the song of Corday's album. Nightmares Are Real off Corday's album. Mm-hmm. The Maybach music verse that didn't get dropped on Ross's shit. Ross would also be in that discussion, mm. um, but Benny, of course, yeah, yeah. Benny, plugs I'm at. Mm-hmm. Statue of Limitations with Smoke Dizza. Um, what was Sheen gonna do with Griselda? Mm-hmm. Slew of features, and just just the prominence. Like I think that was the year. I know for me that was the year that I became a Griselda fan in general, and mm-hmm. it started with Benny. But I think that was the year where Griselda became mainstream and it was off the back of Benny's success that he was having in that year specifically. So mm. 1,000%, if you're just doing the year 2019, it's, it's Benny the Butcher. 2015. 2015. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one. But I'd go with Drake. You go with Drake? 1,000%. What was Drake coming off of in 2015? If you're reading this and the beef with Meek Mill. The beef from Meek Mill was massive, and that's and that's where you take it mm-hmm. over a Kendrick, um, mm-hmm. who had a fantastic year with the Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, you could even say Cole. Obviously, twenty fourteen Forest Forest Hills Drive came out in twenty fourteen, but it was like mm-hmm. December twenty fourteen, so yeah. we really count it as a twenty fifteen album. But mm-hmm. and with how that album lived, um, but See, my answer here, I knew you wouldn't have my answer here from the jump. Got? I would have gone Brass and Tiller. But I never, I never. Was he 15? I thought it was 16. 15. Was it 15? When did it come out in 15? 
Um, let me check. It would have been end of 15, because I remember it was back end of first year for me that he was non-stop everywhere. If my memory serves right, it was probably October, but I could be wrong because I'm not trustworthy with dates. Um, October, yeah, October. October 2015. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm being objective, like, listen, I'm not a fan of his, but I think I'm objective when I, I literally say I'm okay with being in the minority and I know how much, like, Trap Soul and that album and that time he was in control of the airways for our mm. generation but you and I both saw Drake that year at Wireless yeah that nigga started off his set <laughs> by playing Legend <laughs> and I loved Legend as a song prior to seeing it in that moment mm-hmm. but in that moment where he walked out of that stage didn't say anything and everyone in the crowd is singing yeah. and then he just comes in and says I'm the one <laughs> flex it and then we continue with the shit Man. it made me realise oh shit mm-hmm. he's really a legend yeah like he's really completed mm-hmm. his shit everything that he's done since nothing was the same is just bonus it's bonus and, and, and yeah on top of that having the meat beef having having the meek beef when people could legitimately I disagree but people could legitimately come out and say that the best song on meek's album that year was featuring Drake mm-hmm. and then you go on to say is that a world tour or your girls tour tough 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 trigger finger send the twitter finger oh, you're getting bodied by singing ah, like ah. I just said before <laughs> saying I'm gonna bring out the best artists from Philadelphia on the Man. stage right now and bring out Will Smith and Kevin Hart Kevin Hart as chocolate dropper in that oh time <laughs> Kevin Hart's on top of the world and you're posting all the memes that was the first it, that was the first iteration of meme culture for real that was crazy yeah, that Drink was really in meme culture that was still when we had white, white block writing on our memes <laughs> That that was the time, and I, I just like it. It's there were better albums in the year. There were mm-hmm. better rappers in the year, but what Aubrey Drake Graham did in twenty fifteen is hip hop excellent. Twenty sixteen. This one's even tougher, and I had a feeling you were gonna go here because there are multiple names in my head. Mm-hmm. So one is he who shall not be named. Okay. I had a fantastic year. Uh huh. Um, one even though I hated the album, was Drake. Okay. Drake had a huge year in 2016. This one might come out of left field, but I was literally thinking this in the gym over the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go, well, no, actually, the answer is, let me say the answer. The answer is Chance the Rapper. The answer is Chance the Rapper. That mm-hmm. just came in. But one that who would also potentially get the call in came out of left field is Ray Shrimmett. Okay, yeah. That was the first time we knew what a viral moment was. Black mm-hmm. Beatles was that year. Mm-hmm. That started TikTok and all the crazes that we're seeing now. Yeah. And that was them. And yeah. that was that Black Beatles, Swang, like mm-hmm. all of that was them. And they started the whole challenge culture for real. Bro. Hillary, Hillary Clinton did that on the election tour. Crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like Crazy. that was viral culture at the start of it. And then literally six four months four to six months later is when we get bad and bougie mm, mm. but the inception was that girl is a real crowd pleaser mm. <laughs> man wow 
that's wow. that that was them. And I was literally thinking that I was listening because obviously I was listening to Culture like mm-hmm. a few a few days ago actually, and I was listening to Bad and Bougie, and like I was thinking like obviously Bad and Bougie is I was literally in my head saying like Bad and Bougie isn't a classic, mm-hmm. but you'll never be able to tell people in our generation that it isn't because yeah. we know what it meant yeah, at the time. At time Generationally, they won't. Crazy they won't. They won't. They won't appreciate what Uzi coming on and saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't get it. Man. And when I was thinking about that, I was like, but really, all of that started with Black Beatles in the city. <laughs> like <laughs> that shit right there that those two niggas did, mm. where they just told everyone to freeze until the beat dropped. Crazy, crazy. Because where did that even come from? What did it? What concept? <laughs> what concept? But yeah, no chance. Chance. 2016 is chances. Yeah. 2016 is 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 de facto chances. I made Jesus yeah. remember, like I met Kanye West. So I'm never going to fail. But mm. I mean, mm. your first album. Yeah, but they said let's do, they said <laughs> let's make it do us job. They said that they said let's do a good ass job with chance free. I hate you got to set snatch a Grammy. Let's make it so free and the bar so hard that the day what? Yeah. Yeah. You've got that. Yeah. And you gave me Juke Jam. Mm. If nothing else, you gave me Juke Jam. Right, Juke Jam finished like what project? Um, yeah, I would agree. It would probably have to go to, um, to Chance. If not Chance, then Demigos. For me. I'm calling that, or not even Demigos, I'm calling that Quavo specifically in 2016. Yeah, I see you. 21. Mm, or tw- yeah. 21. Yeah. 21. Was that the year that, um, Bank Account came out? No, that was 2017. 2016 was, um, Savage Mag 1. Right. Eesh, man. We lived through some shit, man. Yeah, man. We have some great errors. Alright, last one, last one, last one, last one. Uh, 2021. And I don't want to hear... Okay, no. 2021. But, because I already think I know your answer. What's my answer? I know what direction you're thinking. Okay. I don't necessarily know your answer, but I know the direction you're thinking. What direction am I thinking? It can't be anyone from Griselda. It wasn't going to be. Okay. Go for it. 2021. Yeah. Money back, yo. I've, I've said it, I don't know if I said it on mic or off mic to you a million and one times, but at some mm. point we need to give money back, yo, his credit on this podcast. Um, a great project in A Gangster's Pain. A mm. great deluxe project in A Gangster's Pain Deluxe. <laughs> he's a presence on social media, which you have to be nowadays to be yeah. a successful rapper, and he's a good presence on social media. Mm-hmm. And he does everything that a modern day rapper needs to do really fucking well. If Pushaisty hadn't gone to prison, I'd probably say Pushaisty. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand why you would think I'd go Griselda, because but the game is Westside Guns yeah. right now, and mm-hmm. I, that that's just him. So mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't go that easy. But who gets the call? I, I don't think you can stray further than Moneybag. Like, in terms of someone who dropped, dropped consistently, had a presence. Like, I could say Baby, but that would be Baby going off the legacy of 2020 that right. lived through 2021. Obviously, like I, like, I documented all of last year, my turn still charting ridiculous mm-hmm. amounts. You can maybe go Doja. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have an issue with you going Doja. Or Tyler, the creator. Tyler would obviously be an option there. Mm-hmm. All the people that we talked about. But I, I, would, I would be calling money bag yo mm. Mm. how about yourself the baby king then that so baby king is the only number actually no that's a lie it could be a lot of people it could be baby king um i might call up either silk sonic or anderson pack or bruno mars individually um don toliver is definitely on speed dial in that situation there 
it could be a few different people because a lot of people drop in 2021. Um, but hey, man, we've already done this. <laughs> Go and watch the two stuff in Nigerians World 2021, and you'll see exactly what artists we were excited about last year. Big facts. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting conversation. It's an interesting conversation for sure. I'd be interested to read his answers for a lot of those generations, especially because I don't know how you do it. I'm not good at that whole date thing. I know roughly years, mm-hmm. and even then I can butcher the years sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. was it track nine when I butchered um, what years? What, um, I see the table came out yeah, and probably. control. Yeah, you definitely did. Yeah, I found I'm not good with years. There was another one you did recently when we were doing Magic Cage mixtape, I think. And I edited it out to save your ass. It was very funny. Because <laughs> you said, um, I think the question was like, best song from a movie. Mm-hmm. And you said, La 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 by Jay-Z. Yeah. The La 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 you're thinking of is not by Jay-Z. Is it It's by someone else, but it's not by Jay-Z. I can't remember the top of my head who it was by. You're thinking La 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 Yeah. We, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not Jay-Z's La La La. Oh, wait, no, that's not even... No, yeah, it is. Oh, who's is it? Is Jay Z not Jay Z on that song? No. I have that song on my phone. I was listening to it like a few months ago. But yeah, I listened to the remix version of Jay Z on it. That's not Jay Z's. Jay Z has a song called La La La, and it's not that. But yeah, um, mm. yeah, man, good shit. Mm. Let's call it a day, man. I need to get ready for this proposal. <laughs> All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, any last things that we want to mention? Um, if the proposal with Snow doesn't go well, then they're gonna get an episode of me just crying. Yeah, because he edits the shit for real, so <laughs> he's completely in control of the vibe. <laughs> you guys better be praying. Um, be praying, because if not, oh my goodness. <laughs> just gonna get two hours of me sat there listening to Lana Del Rey <laughs> and Billie Eilish. Yo, if. She... Yes, Kanye, we still listen to Billie Eilish in this household. Yo, if that goes left, next week might be the best podcast oh, of all time. Oh my god! Of all time. Oh my god! This is the best shit we've ever recorded. We have to live record from the from, from, from the venue. Oh man! Oh man! Um, all right, all right. Nothing that we need to mention at all. Um, nah. We can save it. All right, we cool. can save it. It's not like the mics are going anywhere. Yeah, true. Say. Um, cool. So as we usually do here, um, do you have a recommendation for the people? I do, I do, I do. I put it as, um, one of my songs of the day. Um, but it's called Last Day on Earth by Ty Verdes. Um, it's a really good song. Um, another, um, one of my favorites where someone's, um, you know, just deep in the existential, the existentiality of their existence and no longer wanting to be on this planet. And they put it in, in, in vocal musical terms and for me that's great because i spend every waking minute of every waking day not no longer wanting to be on this planet so when someone's able to you know resonate with me mm. in that sense i'm a fan of it so that's tay bad as last day on earth mm. cool, cool 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 um i have eric ivy eric four eric if um with paper plans it is cold mm cold song um boy from the uk in his r&b bag man but he still has um that sort of drill vibe with it whilst being very r&b it's amazing it's amazing it's um 
is one of those gaps that I've had a feeling could be filled quite easily and it's being filled and I'm happy about it man I'm really happy about it mm. and just like that 56 in the top that's crazy we're so close to 60 and once we're close to 60 that means we're close to 70 and once we're close to 70 we're basically at 100 I mean no but I, I, I see your I, I understand your you'd get a point mm-hmm. for showing your work in mm-hmm. you wouldn't get the mark for a correct answer <laughs> What's the worst exam you ever did in your life? The worst exam I've yeah. in my life? Yeah. <laughs> Further maths. Why? <laughs> Why? What, what happened when you walked into the room that day? <laughs> if I know, I tell a lie. I tell a lie. Biology. Mm. Biology AS level. Fourth. Mm. Wow. That first. Fourth. Fourth. <laughs> Yo, I walked into uni, in, not uni, entered school in the morning. I was on the bus thinking, okay, I know enough. I know enough. I had been reading the book cover to cover to cover to cover to cover. I was like, okay, I know enough, I know enough, I know enough. I get into um, like the sixth form area where everyone is before the exam and it's just about you just do the talking and then they're like, yo, okay, so if they say this, what, what's the answer to that? I was like, what, what topic is that? <laughs> what topic? And they're like, okay, it's kingdom, final, double, this. I'm like, we have to know that. This is like, not final, this is, yo, that's not supposed to be in this exam, no? They're like, oh, it could come up, it could come up. I was like, okay, say nothing. Mm-hmm. So at this point already, I know that, yeah, this is about to go left. Mm. I sit down in the example, I'm answering questions, I walk out, I say, okay, I don't know how that went. I think I, I think I did decent. Then everyone after was like, yo, easy, easy, easy. What do you put for this? And then, <laughs> do you know what the worst part was, yeah? Because <laughs> you know, like, when people usually discuss their answers, mm. and usually it's like, oh, I put this, and then someone's like, yeah, so did I. This. <laughs> They're like, what do you put for this? And the barley, and they both started saying it. It's like, yeah, easy, easy. I was like, I don't even think I saw that question, bro. I don't, and if I did, I would go wrong. Um, biology, the first attempt of biology, oof, that shit kicked my ass. That shit kicked my ass. That was bad. That was bad. It was trauma. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD from what I weighed on the digital. <laughs> what about you, man? I have, I have, I have two. But one, one was bad. One I expected to be bad. Like I mm. walked in, I told my history, I told Miss Anderson GCSE history. It's the one module you didn't teach me. British history, nineteen forty-five to nineteen seventy-five. I was taught by Miss Mead, who at the time was my biggest op. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, "I'm gonna fail this test." And she was like, "No, you're not. You're fine because I'm good at history." She was like, "You're fine. I trust you. I believe in you. I know you're gonna revise." Blah 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 blah. On the module that she's taught, do you remember we had the three modules? Mm-hmm. We had World at War, the mm-hmm. exam, we had our controlled assessment, black history or civil rights movement, then we had the British history. Civil rights movement, I got an A. Mm-hmm. Coursework, I got an A. You got World at War, mm-hmm. Vietnam War, Cold War, World War Two. You got an A star, I dropped like three marks on that paper. Mm-hmm. British history now. So okay. I've got A and A star. Yeah. A star where I only dropped three marks on the whole paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, e. E. Bring me down to a B. How'd you get E in British history? I told, I told her straight, I hated that <laughs> module. And me, at the time, if I didn't like a module, I didn't pay yeah. attention. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I didn't like the teacher. And the teacher didn't know, shoot, I think it was her first time teaching. So she definitely didn't know how to engage me mm-hmm. into the learning. Right. Was that, that World of War one, was that not, um, where we had to analyse posters and stuff? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, sources and shit. But I also get to bullshit my way through analyzing the poster. I figured out what the topic, shit. history topic was through the poster. That was one. Mm-hmm. And then the next one was AS politics. I was mm-hmm. also predicted to get an A star. And every, if you'd asked everyone in my politics class who they thought was going to get the highest grade, like the day before they were sent pool, mm-hmm. 100%. I walked in there, I revised, I walked in, and I opened the page. Mm-hmm. And I, for whatever reason, I just didn't know how to answer any of the questions. <laughs> and I was ill that day. So I mm-hmm. put it down to the fact that I was ill. I was like, okay, I just don't get this. I don't know how to answer the questions. I was yeah. in stress because I'm genuinely ill. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. I've got a second paper. Ain't no problem. I'll fix it in the second paper. And I'll just mm-hmm. reset this one next year. Yeah. It's not a problem. Walking now to the second paper, I open it. <laughs> I don't know how to answer any of this. <laughs> this is not going well. <laughs> this is just not going. This is not going according to, to the plan. You know what you think? Okay, let me let me look at the next question. <laughs> and it does not. Look at the next question, and it doesn't help you at all. The next question is even worse. It's like, yay, fam! I remember. Then you have to sit down. Like, yo, I might fail. Yo, yep, yep. It's when that reality hits you. It's the scariest thing. It's crazy, fam. I was. So I had read, I was already retook year 12, mm-hmm. I'm now in year 13, all my mates are in uni, the pressure on these exams are high, because mm-hmm. I, I want to go and enjoy uni as well, all my friends are having fun, Paul's sending me different concerts he's going to, my friends are sending me parties and stuff, I need to do well, mm-hmm. and it's physics, the last physics paper, and they taught us, in physics, hats off to my teacher, mm-hmm. taught us so many different concepts, right, and one of the things that they teach you is, how to tell the weight of a planet, but they give you this information, this information, this information, right? And it's very specific in like, this is the moon, this is the planet. Mm-hmm. This is distance between the planet. This is the, gravi- this is the gravity that this planet has. What's the mass of this one? Easy, Easy. enough, I can do that. Yeah. Cool. They give us this planet, this planet, this planet. Mm-hmm. They say, this planet is this, mm-hmm. this planet is this. Work out this planet. I said, let's give me. <laughs> <laughs> I read that question five times and I'm like, no, there's a trip. There's a trip. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> um, that question, the rest of the paper was not hard. Yeah. But because I was like, question two. Yeah, and I was so, I couldn't answer anything. I was like, yo, I don't know. I don't know. Leave me alone. I'm not going to uni anymore. It's I over. messed it up. It's <laughs> like, Let me start looking at the army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sign us up. Man, I'm playing us out this I week. I believe so, yeah. Um, you introduced us off with some Vince Staples. Yep. So, I believe I will outro us with Gravy by Schoolboy Q. I don't know why, but it makes sense. Um, once again, please do like, share, subscribe. Um, thank you to everyone watching on YouTube. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Two Stop Nigerians. Please do consider being a paid subscriber just for one ninety nine per month. We really appreciate it. It goes a long way. Um, we got some big things coming. We got some big things coming. Big shit popping. Little shit popping. Um, and without further ado, I'll kick it over to you. <laughs> Nigerian never carries last. Peace and love. Everything good. Everything good. Dog in the trunk. Flag in the front. Like star in the face. Size in the waist. Grace. Everything good. Everything good. Great. Everything good. Everything good. Great. Dog in the trunk. Flag in the front. Like star in the face. Size in the waist. Grace. Everything good, everything good, right? Everything straight, everything's playing wrist. I'm a 
girls made it. All my girls panties missing. Dunk in the trunk, flat in the front, maybe. Big in the hip, slim in the waist, wavy. Everything good, everything good. Pop ho hoes over there, hoes over here. I've kissed the eyes on the kid, eyes on the gigs, jock. Cameras in the street, birds in the sky, watch. Tre trees in the blunt, stunt when the one grove. Draws fifty dollars, never in the mall, booch. King bucket hat, this one in fact, booch. Got more on the hill, make a whole reveal, coach. Book for the month, came from the slump, baby. They snoring, your crowd boring, they look lazy. I'm touring, my crowd warring, they going crazy. Everything good, everything good, great. Everything good, everything good, great. Dark in the trunk, flat in the front, baby. Star in the face, size of the waist, crazy. Everything good, everything good, great. Everything good, everything good, great. Dark in the trunk, flat in the front, baby. Star in the face, size of the waist, crazy. Everything good, everything good, great. Came for the crown, life for the town, awesome. Party over here, holes in the back, tossing. Frames to the chain, rain through the blank, flossing. Gap with the lumps, cops even use caution. Everything good, backboards smell amazing. Everything straight, should we all paper chasing? Everything pops as we pop from the basement. Since feds in our rear view ain't cracking our ASICs, uh. We're living basic, uh. I'm rocking shit that bitches say that be their favorite, uh. She got up in the room with me and stopped behaving, uh. She heard the stories, now I got a West Craven, uh. She want me, her rump bump me and feel comfy. I humpy it up, dumpy, her ass donkey. Exploring the world, touring, they go crazy. Everything good, everything good, great. Everything good, everything good, great. Dark in the trunk, flat in the front, baby. Star in the face, size of the waist, crazy. Everything good, everything good, great. Everything good, everything good, great. Dark in the trunk, flat in the front, baby. Star in the face, size of the waist, crazy. Everything good. 